Welcome to the 150K Podcast, where we help take your dreams to six figures and beyond. Have you ever had a dream of being successful, living a life you love? If so, this podcast is for you. From practical applications to tools to help you level up, I am going to open up my network of success so that you can achieve your life by design. So sit back, grab your pen, and get ready to level up. Welcome back to the 150K Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Graham, where we help take your dreams to six figures and beyond. Today, we have a special guest, Tracy Brickman. Now, Tracy was on the show, I think he was episode 12, and he was the one that said, Joe, you're a salesman. Just ask questions and change the whole dynamic of the podcast. So it's great to have you back. Like, as of our talk right now, I think 114 episodes will have been dropped. You'll probably be 120, 125, somewhere in there, because like we always do in the podcast where we bank some, that way if we have an issue or something right. comes up, we can definitely do that. But Tracy, let's talk a little bit about what you've done since you've been on the podcast before, because I know we talked a little bit about podcasting and all, and that's mm-hmm. one of your expertise. So let's catch people back up and uh, go from there. Well, let's see. I think the, since the last time we uh, we chatted, I started a uh, podcast editing company. You know, so folks that uh, want to get their podcast edited, uh, I have a little team off in the background. And what uh, here's what's really cool for me is I didn't want to do the work. I, I've done the podcast editing, and when you're doing it, it's fun at first, and then it gets a little tedious unless mm-hmm. you know, unless it's one of your core expertises, right? It's like. If you're an accountant and you love accounting, then doing the books is is awesome. You you enjoy it. Yeah. But if you're not, it's like wah wah wah, right? <laughs> but yep. uh, I I enjoy some of the editing, but if it's like a job, no. Uh, so I you built a little team in the background, uh, created a, a portal so folks can just sign up, and, and they just pretty much just drop their files in there. They're assigned a person that does it for them. And gets to know their voice, their message, so they they keep that on brand, and uh, it, it's hands off. I, I just don't touch it, uh, kind of thing. And so that's that's been a lot of fun. I've shifted um, my podcast a, a couple of different times. It's like you know where the where where the audience is showing their interest. I just I kind of went with that and thought, hey, I'm having fun here. I'm going to keep doing that. And it's uh, it's morphed quite a bit since you know I you started not too long after I did um, with your podcast, and it's it's been a fun blast. And like I was just mentioning to you uh, a few minutes ago, before you hit that good old record button, getting ready to drop uh, two courses, pretty mm-hmm. major courses, uh, right around here. Probably about the time this is probably hitting the streets, people will have, oh, I've heard about it already because Tracy is already doing it. Because I know, like you said, we bank these things. Yep. Uh, yep. But maybe about the time this is hitting the airwaves, the second one is going to be hitting them. But uh, yeah, tr- tr- trying to stay busy and stay out of trouble, man. No, I got you. I got you. And and I know you're being kind with that. I have 114 episodes right now. You're over 400, aren't you? Like if I remember I looking last- I just dropped 400 this Monday as yes. of the time we're recording this. So that yeah, is crazy it's crazy cool. Like 400 episodes. That shows commitment. That shows you know what you're doing. Like, you know- Yeah, you know, it's funny. As, as I started to record the intro for, uh, for episode 400, which of course the actual content was an interview I did a couple of months back. Mm-hmm. But when I was you know, putting it together and realized, oh crap, this is going to be episode 400. Um, I did comment on the fact that so many people start things, and in this case, podcasts. And as you and I both know, the average length of a podcast is like eight weeks yep. for most folks that start it. And then they realize, shit, this is actually work. I don't <laughs> want to do that. Um, but, um, you know, when you hit 100, it's pretty exciting. So I, I know what you're feeling. Uh, and when you hit 250, you're like, yeah, I'm, not, I'm just, you're in your groove. 400, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling like the beard here right now. It's yeah, just, yeah. It, it's almost, it's almost second nature. A lot of the parts of it, I, you, you always get something new, but I think that's the excitement. Uh, that's the exciting thing of just being in any entrepreneurial journey, right? You, you, you keep learning, you keep stretching your boundaries a little bit like you and I have talked before you step outside your comfort zone and then you step back in and your comfort zone grows as a as a result of that yeah 
No, I love that. And I and I was thinking about the fact that you would be like Gandalf in podcasting because you've been doing it for so long and I'm into like know, right? and that type of stuff. But I, I'm with you with it. Like in the beginning, it was like harder and I don't like to edit much. So like my stuff is pretty, pretty unedited just because of how my mind works with it. Sure. I like all the craziness with it. But with everything that you're doing, I think it's kind of one of those things that people don't, you almost have to love this. It's almost like, I feel like podcasters like us that have made it, we're like the old radio hosts. We don't have a radio station, but we just like that whole being on the thing. Like when I was a kid, I yeah. used to think, I want to own a radio station. Now I'm like, good Lord, I won't want to own a radio station. It would be broke. <laughs> but I can podcast and talk to people and, yeah. and all. So, and I think it's just that storytelling aspect of it. It is. And I, I, th I think, and you probably resonate with this, uh, I like people. Mm -hmm. Right. And and I like to learn. And one of the greatest ways to learn is to talk to people. Yeah. So it's just like this great marrying of things. Uh, I mean, you've mentioned a couple of times I've been podcasting probably I always say before podcasting was cool when it was really it was literally still in the geek zone. Mm -hmm. Right. Because all the techie thing. It's a, and this website started, I think, I don't know if it's still around. I believe it is. It was about this time last year. It's called Blog Talk Radio. And uh, it allowed you to start your own kind of radio station, really what we now know as a podcast. And uh, I, I was doing just like we're doing now. You know, I, I would reach out to folks and and connect with them and share messages and yada, yada, yada. And I got this lady on and she was from Ireland. And I was like, this is really cool because here we are. Technology has allowed us to come together and talk live and you could actually accept uh, phone calls. People, you they would give you a number and they could dial in and they would be connected. It was a really cool service. And that, I mean, that just got me hooked. I thought, what a great way to get your message out, learn from other people at the same time, and just, you know, keep the the content still out there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's uh, it's pretty cool. It's I, I don't think it's getting that many hits anymore. My second podcast that I started, it's still getting two, three, four hundred um, listens a week and I'm doing nothing to it. It's just out there on its own. And that's, to me, I think it's when you create content, no matter what it is, you know, whether you're a YouTuber, a TikToker, a Facebook person, it's out there forever. Maybe not Facebook, right? Yeah, yeah, not Facebook, not, but the other Maybe stuff, not yes. Facebook. Facebook <laughs> shows it and then it kind of that goes away. Unless it's a yeah. reel. If you do a yeah. reel, they're letting yeah. those stay. Yeah. They're letting those hang around. But in the other genres, especially uh, you, if you're talking about like a YouTube, right? Mm -hmm. you know, I think I, I like to use them. I'm, I'm For those that are listening right now and can't see, I'm doing an X with my hands. You know, the X that starts at the bottom and goes up is YouTube, mm -hmm. right? You put some content out there and it starts generating some interest and over time, it rises and rises and rises and rises, okay? Well, Facebook is just the opposite. You know, it goes out there, and they they throw it out to a bunch of people. And if they uh, get good uh, traction, they keep throwing it out to people. But over time, it just drifts off until it's gone, mm -hmm. right? It's still sitting there, but people have to go find it. Yeah. Where So there are other platforms that will keep pushing you out there. And I, I think... If you're going to create content, you want to put it out there where people are going to uh, have a chance to see it and find it and, and resonate with it and like it and engage with it. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's something that I've learned because in the beginning, I just did the podcast. And I was getting to meet cool people and I was sharing it and stuff. And they're like, well, how do I get more people to you know listen to the show besides me just sharing? Because I only have such a certain thing. Yeah. And then I got a YouTube channel. Then I got into doing TikToks. And I got into doing reels of different things just to get – that open or that exposure. But yeah, mm -hmm. I, I think now even looking at it with all the people that I've talked to, YouTube seems to be the best to build over the long term. And podcasting is a long term game. That's the thing yeah. that a lot of people get disappointed with. You know, some of my episodes have 50, 60 downloads, some have 100 downloads, some have 10. It, you never know which one is going to pop and go crazy. And, yeah. and you just have to keep being consistent. And then one day, all of a sudden, you build that traction. So if you're doing that, you want to have intention with it. So like you said, with YouTube, all your stuff's there. You can build it. You can send people to it. You can use it a lot easier. Now, I think yep. YouTube is still – it's so funny. YouTube started out, and it's still the powerhouse. Yeah, it's funny. Is, um, you know, Like you said, I, we've been doing this podcast for a little bit. 
Um, the past, I'll say, I don't know, four months, maybe I've been getting my fingers wet in, in the YouTuber. And now mind you, I I've been playing in YouTube for forever, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, when I started the podcast, I, I, I linked up my podcast provider with YouTube. So every time I published an episode, it automatically got pushed out to YouTube and it would get a view two views, mm -hmm. no views, whatever, right? Yep. But it was really, you know, an image and this the audio was coming. That's what podcasting is, well, to me anyway. Yeah. And so uh, the past couple of months, I've been taking um, what, I, what I think, where I see the spikes in the podcast, I'll create a, a YouTube version of that. And here lately, the past couple of episodes, I've changed my workflow for what I think is good content for both platforms. Mm-hmm. I'll record the video at the same time, right? And then put it to, you know, just, and then publish the podcast and then go through and edit the video and then publish the YouTube separately. And the past five, four or five episodes, I've been getting thousands, thousands oh, wow. of views. I mean, I'm floored mm -hmm. just out of nowhere. And it, I think it comes down to just a little bit of research. And here we are, we're going to come back to some of the fundamentals that we know so many don't pay attention to. They just say, oh, everyone's on YouTube. Let me go do YouTube. You know, and, and they go do that without doing the research behind yeah. it. Right. Yep. And, you know, and it's in this, and I, I took that same research and I'll tell you what it is in a second uh, from the YouTube and started applying it to the podcast and seeing some of the same lifts. Mm -hmm. So allow me to share you a little secret keywords. Aha. Uh -huh. That's it. Yeah. And I don't mean just, you know, don't just pump a bunch of keywords into your descriptions and stuff like that. But if you go out there and look at, like, I just dropped a, an episode. It's all about how to create a business using old magazines, right? Oh, wow. Unique okay. idea. Mm -hmm. You know, we all know about old magazines. Some of us have them sitting out there in our garage. We see them at, you know, at, at garage sales and flea markets, stacks, sometimes out in someone's trash. Here, take it free to a good home. But um, I stumbled across a lady's website, and that's what she's been doing. She's been taking old magazines, and she's been – I'm talking about from 1930s, 1950s, mm -hmm. 1970s, and coming across content that she thinks is either still relevant or juxtaposing it and saying, okay, what were we thinking back then? Right? And oh, she, gotcha. Yeah. And she's not reading it verbatim. She's sharing her – commentary right mm -hmm. uh, on it this editorial version of it and she may read snippets of it and then she turns around and creates these niche websites with that you know a car website a fashion website a relationship website um she's got 10 of them already oh, wow. and then she monetizes that with affiliate products mm -hmm. and yep. you know products of her own etc etc really cool idea and so i dropped that episode and i saw a little spike and i wanted to create a video of this and i saw the same spike and i thought i wonder if I could create a 30 second, like, here are the six steps, mm -hmm. you know, a YouTube short. And I had just gotten in my email from YouTube saying, hey, we're now monetizing YouTube shorts effective January. And I thought, let's give it a try. Yep. And yep. so this weekend, while I was watching TV, I sat down with some, you know, create this software. Uh, and I created like this little series of little snippets, right? bam, bam, bam. With quick action and gifts and the whole nine yards saying, here are the six steps to creating a, a business using old magazines. And I looked at it this morning and it already had something like, I don't know, 200, maybe 600. I don't want to, I don't want to overestimate it, but mm -hmm. it was under a thousand, but out of nowhere. Yeah, that's and still a lot. It was, yeah. And I think it really, it's because I started leveraging some of the keywords. I took the time to do the research to say, okay, what keywords would this resonate with that are, that some of I went after some of the high competitive ones, you know, like mm -hmm. make money online. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I also looked for the ones that may be newer that have some traction, but not everybody is trying to go after. Like, uh, well, well, we're, you know, at the time we're recording this, we're 17 days into 2023. So what did I do? Make money online 2023. Yep. Right. Yep. Because how many you. times yep. have we gone out and do a, done some sort of a search and you're like, well, I don't want stuff from 2019 because mm -hmm. after COVID, everything flipped on its ear. So I'm going <laughs> to yeah. do 2022, right? <laughs> um, and, you know, side hustles, best side hustles for teens, best, mm -hmm. you know, how to start a business with no money, all those little keywords. And I just did that. And then I, I sat down and I wrote a description, a summary. Mm -hmm. 
and then you know more detail under the summary that enabled me to naturally use those keywords again. I wanted to say stuff the keywords. Yep. Um, you know, keyword stuffing is just going keyword, 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 keyword. But when you use them in a more natural manner, the algorithms are are far nicer to you. Um, so it, I took that learning and have applied it to a number of the podcast episodes. And I've been seeing a lift in those. Some of the older episodes that I did that to are like going back up because as people are searching for some of those keywords oh that's they're good finding it and they're listening to the podcast and it's like wow learned it over here let's imply it over here you know or, uh, you know executed over here and here we are yeah well success leaves clues you know like i i did mm -hmm. jump on that bandwagon like i'm not against ai like i think ai is a great tool but a lot of yes. people are complaining about it. so i did a quick five minute youtube training on how to compete with ai in 2023 i used all those little simple keywords and i popped it in yeah. And that got more traction than some of my typical sales stuff because in my sales space, there's so many hustling, big grinding, Yeah, do this. And I'm like the opposite. I'm more of a relationship sales guy. So I'm trying to find yeah. a different way to break in there. But I love the keyword thing. I'm going to have to go back and do that because I think repurposing stuff is great too because I literally just released a, another just a little five-minute one on YouTube instead of just doing the long podcast and the reels. Mm -hmm. on um just follow-up you know how to make millions with follow-up those little simple yeah. things and it's starting to get traction but i think it's that and then the consistency of it because if they keep seeing you in that channel then they're gonna go back okay hey tracy knows his stuff about this i'm gonna follow him up on this and this and this yeah which leads us into so i think a lot of times people when they're starting out they have an idea to have a course they have an idea to have a podcast they have an idea to do all this stuff but how do they link it all together because i know you're a master at this and you're going to be having courses come out and all so how do people link the all the different things they're doing because i think they get excited to do the one thing and then they do all this but they're not you know they don't have that for lack of a better term customer journey to take them through the whole process mm -hmm. to get into your course how how would you help someone with that you know, I, it, it depends on which side we, we start with, right? So let, let's say you're a, a course creator that wants to start a podcast. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I would guide you to say, you know what? You already have all the content that you want to share on a podcast in your course. Yep. So really, all you want to do is take these bite-sized nuggets, and I, I'm all about giving away the farm. Give it away, give it away, give it away now, as the Chili Pepper said, right? Yep. And just give it all to them because here's what's going to happen. 99.999% of the people that hear the amazing content that you drop for free aren't going to do anything with it. Yep. yep. I, I'm going to say that again. They're going to do nothing with it. 100%. And those that do do something with it, more power to them. Right. They were going to find that content for free somewhere. And luckily they heard it from you and they'll keep hearing. They'll get good reactions from you and they'll keep listening and they'll, they'll sing your praises. And what will happen is as you start, you know, chopping that course up and creating a, a podcast out of it is someone's going to raise their hand and say, Joe, you've been dropping knowledge on your podcast. And I hear you talking about, you know, this thing you're doing and that thing you're doing. Where do I sign up? Mm hmm. Yep. And that's and believe me, they will trust me. Um, and then on the on the flip side, if your podcast are wanting to creating a course, well, then usually you're going to create a course around the content that you're discussing, i.e. you would probably create a, some sort of sales course. Yeah. Now, I know you you customize you go in and you create a custom thing for whatever client you're working with. Mm -hmm. But inside of your customization are going to be, I'm going to guess, three to five core pillars that you always know if you do these three to five things. Mm -hmm. You may do them like this and someone else may do them like that, but you need to do these three to five things. Those are the things you could teach as the, the fundamental of your course. Yep. And you can get someone started with that. That's how I would guide them to put those two things together, whether they're on one side or the other. Now, if they didn't have either one, I would coach them to start a podcast mm -hmm. first and not because I have a podcast course coming up, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but let's think about it for a second, yeah. because you want to get comfortable on the mic. Yep. You want to get comfortable talking to people, teaching things. It, it's an acquired skill. Salesmanship mm -hmm. is an acquired skill. People say, I hate being a salesman. Well, you haven't acquired the skills then. Because yeah. so you're uncomfortable at some point of it. 
I don't want to be sleazy. I think that's a misnomer mm -hmm. from television. You know, hundred percent. There, yep. don't and don't get me wrong. There, there are sales people. I won't say just men mm -hmm. out there that you know to this day are probably just that. But as as an industry, I believe sales is an amazing process mm -hmm. that people who can learn it or who take the time to learn it realize, holy crap, it's that easy. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, it, it's not a difficult process because if I come to you and I, I deliver the goods, you're good. You're, you're like, here, take my money, please. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, you yeah, know, basically. Yep. So if if you if, if someone takes the time to start. Let's not even say start a podcast. Maybe they they go on. I don't have any money, Tracy. I need to do something. Good. We were just talking about YouTube. Go on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Start a YouTube channel. Yeah, free. Start doing reels. Start on TikTok, right? Just dropping knowledge, you know, and put in those little hashtags and drop some keywords in there and, and just kind of thread them all together. Here's – I'm going to be talking to you this week about the 20 steps that you need to follow to do – whatever your niche is. Mm -hmm. And then you drop three a day, you know, and if someone comes in the middle, they're going, well, wait a minute. He said that was step number nine. They're going to your profile and they're going back to step one. And I've done it. I've trust yep. me. I yep. see it says, you know, 10 out of 20. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. That was good. Let me go back to number one. And, and they start listening from the beginning mm -hmm. and you get that comfort with whatever medium you want. And then you're like, okay, I found the people and they'll start commenting, hey, what about this? What about that? And, right? and that, that gives you the next idea for whatever platform you're on to get, do a video, to do some written content or update your blog. And then you're going, okay, now I'm ready to do X, whether that's a podcast or maybe you take it from TikTok onto YouTube and you create a course or, or whatever it might mm -hmm. be, right? Yeah, no, I agree. And it's kind of funny. I kind of did it the backwards way. So I started the podcast and I was just doing sales coaching because I do really good with my day job. And so I would just do sales coaching a little bit on the side and do the podcast because I wanted to help dads. That's kind mm -hmm. of my avatar, you know, be able to take their kids to Disney, wives to Hawaii, whatever theirs is. That's my thing. So that's why I said Hawaii and Disney. Um, You know, mm -hmm. maybe it's Greece and Universal. I don't care what it is, whatever you want to do. Right. Um, and then I'm like, well, crap, I can help people. I'm like, but time is money and they're valuable. And if I noticed when I was helping people for free, they weren't getting it. They weren't doing anything. When they had to put a little bit of skin in the game, all there of a sudden I started getting the results because now if there's not an exchange in the energy, if there's not an exchange of what you're giving them, they respect it more because now that they've actually done it, they're putting you know money, time, and effort in. Yeah. And then I think the other thing is, is that you just need to find out what is it that you're – what's your purpose? You know, what is it that you want to do? Because this yeah. is a long game. And if you're wanting to start a business, it's not easy. So it's got to be something you enjoy doing. You can't like I my wife loves crochet. I could not do a podcast on crochet. Well, maybe <laughs> one just to make her happy, but it wouldn't be like I'm not passionate about. It. I have no understanding of it, no knowledge of it, mm -hmm. but I can talk to people all day. And like you're right. talking about sales. I just think sales is problem solving. I'm just helping people solve problems. You take that away. You're good. That's it. I'm just helping you solve a problem. If I can help you great. If I can't Tracy, cool. I'm going to refer you to someone who can we're good yeah yeah and, and there it is it's just that easy and, and i think for those out there who are listening please listen to that again hit that little rewind 15 30 second button and re-listen to that it's just pro being an entrepreneur it being a business person man woman whatever um it that's your that is that's that's your day and night that's your bread and butter must solve a problem mcdonald's mm -hmm. solves a problem People are hungry and they're in a hurry. Yep. That's it. But that's all it is. So whatever you're doing, if you're just like, listen to my podcast, listen to my podcast, and no one's listening, it's because you're not solving the damn problem. 100%. If you tell them, I just dropped the most amazing episode because I found a solution to X, Y, and Z, mm -hmm. you're going to get a few listens. Because people are going to go, wait a minute, I have that problem. Let me go listen. You know, if someone's interested in starting a unique um, business and they hear that, oh, I could start a business with old magazines. Shit, I got all kinds of old magazines around here. Yeah. Let me go listen to that, right? <laughs> it yep. just, it gets their juices flowing. And here's the, I think the other thing, and I think you'll resonate with this well, no matter what platform you're on, please don't try to be Gary V. Please don't try to be, you know, hey, don't even try to be Zach Babcock. Don't try to be Tracy. Don't try to be Joe. 
be you, mm-hmm. right? You you don't want to attract my audience to you because you might get a bunch of rock and roll, long haired, bearded, I don't know, gunslingers. I'm, well, I mean, just, I'm cool with that, but I got you. You want well, to yeah, be you, you follow the what I'm right saying? person. And maybe they don't crochet <laughs> if you're doing a, a crochet podcast. And, and, and I think another, let, let's, uh, and, and rain, rain me in anytime here, Joe. Oh, no, you I'm, 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 I'm on a roll this. here. I think so many people, um, Try to create a podcast like every damn one of the other podcasts or a course like every one of the – well, I see all these great podcasts that get on the uh, on the microphone and they interview people and they give great tips and I could do that. I could do that. I, get to, I like to talk to people. If you don't know where you're trying to take it, if you don't know what the end in mind is, then you're going to flounder and you're going to get frustrated. Now – that's not to say that the end won't change because, as right. you know, and as I mentioned to you earlier, my current podcast is, has changed mm-hmm. three times now, you know, and it's uh, I've announced, hey, hey, we're going to we're going to shift a little bit here. Here's what we're doing. And each time it's really been changing because I've been narrowing because I started I want to f- I want to focus on dark horse entrepreneurs and people kept asking me, what the hell is a dark horse entrepreneur? Yep. I'm happy yep. to explain it. Right. You know, and then I started, okay, I'm going to narrow it down a little bit. And then more recently, I started focusing on those that want to start online courses and do marketing, right? Because mm-hmm. those two, they just work together. If you got a course, you, know, you got to market it. And yeah. those that uh, are doing marketing, usually they have a, a, a core set of knowledge that they could leverage in their business to create a course. And there's even a, a, a Google program out there that will... Uh, annually give you, I want to say it's 10,000. It may be 20. I know it's at least $10,000 in Google ad spend. If you give away a course for free as part of your business. Now I'm not leveraging that to, to make revenue. I just found out about that like four months ago and the program's door is closed, but I can guarantee you the minute those programs doors open again, I'm going to be knocking on them because Mm -hmm. I know there are a number of business owners. I'm just going to talk locally that have yeah. brick and mortar businesses that could create a free course and get free Google ad spend to bring local business to their brick and mortar store. Mm-hmm. And the course itself would bring, you know, um, interest into their door. So it, it's like, don't think about everything in the static, you know, monotone lights, you know, go into it with an open mind and think how, could I really leverage this to his maximum like you were talking about earlier? You know, does that make sense? Yeah, no, 100%. And, and I love what you were saying there. Yeah, you definitely don't want to try to be someone else. Like, I'm not going to be the underdog guy. That's not me. Like, I have a story, right. but my story's not that story. The people yeah. I resonate with aren't going to be the same. But I also love what you said. My podcast had started to do that. When I first started out, it's like, hey, I'm going to help you break the six figure barrier. Now it's turning more into life by design, and we're getting into health, we're getting into. More of other stuff, not just money, but like, you know, life, self-care, all the different things. Mm -hmm. And it's just been changing and becoming this new organic thing, which I love. And I think it's just you need to – you start out, you have a fussy dream. And then that yeah. dream narrows down. Who can I help more? And then when you, it's really funny. It's not going wide. It's always going deep. And I think yes. that's the thing that a lot of entrepreneurs with the shiny syndrome get is like, we want to do this and this and this. You do the same thing over and over again. You just repackage it until the last yeah. person understands it. Yeah. That's the thing. It, that's the magic. Sales yes. is just sales. Podcasting is just podcasting. Courses are courses. Yeah. Those principles are the same as how we teach or demonstrate or do stuff with it. And I also right. love the other thing you said there. Having a course for free that starts, that gets you in, them into your sphere. So they yes. start to get to learn how you teach. You can throw it on YouTube. It's pretty easy to do. Or you can do a master class. Maybe you don't want to do a whole course. Maybe you just want to do a master class on podcasting or sales or vegetables. I don't know what you want to do. Whatever that is. Exactly. And then you you get all those people in and then 10% of them probably going to like, well, heck, he knows a lot more. I want to work with Tracy. I want to work with Joe on this now because – I understand kind of what he's saying, but he probably can teach me more if I work with one. That's just you build that thing. I think we all just think – I think sometimes people try to monetize too fast. Like, yeah. It, it, man, money on the nose right there. And I think one of the other benefits of – so let's use uh, the, the example of the, of the free course, right? Um, it, it becomes your lead magnet. Mm-hmm. Hey, instead of saying I'm going to send you this PDF of the 14 reasons to crochet – yeah, I'm going to show you. I'm going to walk you through and visuals and 
it really, it, it solves a couple of problems. One, everyone's seen the PDF freebie. They and they don't it. look you at it. Want, you just, you just won't. You email. get it and it goes in your file and you don't look at it. it. How many it, ebooks right? have you gotten and that it, you've And they may it. open it. They may open to look Maybe. at it and go, okay, well, I'll read it this weekend. <laughs> and they never get back to it. How many of us have a bunch of lead magnets we downloaded and never, yes, everybody's raised their hands. Good. But if you, if you tell them, I did this one hour course, you know, it's five sessions of 20 minutes, right? You could watch it. You could, while you're out there, whatever you're doing, you're walking the dog, you can listen to it, yada, yada, yada. Um, it's a little different, right? And it, it does something else is it touch touches all the mediums because not everybody is visual, Right. right. Some people are auditory. Some people mm -hmm. are kinetic. Right. Some people are more woo woo. Right. It, mm -hmm. it, that whole video format kind of touches all those realms. If you do it right, if you just sit yep. here and talk on this, on the, you know, the lens and just talk like this, and you're going to lose people. Yes. If, if you're if you're more <laughs> active and you throw up a visual every once in a while or show them what's going on. Right. You you engage them. They're going to go, oh, wait a minute. This is this is the free stuff. Right. This is the free stuff. Here's the other benefit. As they consume that, they're going to ask questions. Mm -hmm. Well, I like this thing you said in lesson two, but my question is X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z, right? And it's telling you what else they want to learn, whether it's about the same topic or about other topics. They will, they will raise their hand and tell you what it is they want to buy from you. Just that simple. And you, and as you see, the folks that are consuming it, or where maybe where they drop off, maybe you can see a trend of oh, every time I do this, they drop off, right? Mm -hmm. Let me change that. Hey, everybody, I just updated the course that you got for free. Uh, this one right here, boom, and everyone goes looks at it, and maybe they finish the course. You, you follow what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's this two way learning opportunity. You're learning more of what they want, giving it to them. They're telling you, ah, oh, you got to give me more of this. Now you've got them primed. They're, they're, I don't say loyal customers because it's free, but they're certainly loyal to your style, right? That's why I say, be you. You get on the, you get on the microphone, just be you, just share it, right? You, you, you like rock and roll and, and kiss magazines, man, just they're out there. They're, <laughs> trust me, right? Uh, then you say, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to have this workshop to your, uh, to your example you were using. I'm going to have this workshop four hours. I'm going to be bringing the heat. And you're just bam, bam, All the questions they asked you, that's what you tell them on the advertisement, quote unquote advertisement, yep. right? To, to get them into the workshop and you bring the heat. And at the end of the heat, what do you do? You tell them, look, if you want more help doing X, Y, or Z, here's this, whether it's private coaching, a full-fledged course that's paid, you know, a membership site, whatever it is you've built, mm -hmm. have that ready at the workshop, at least a checkout page. You don't need to have a full-fledged blown out website and everything. Just say, look, here, I, you, you guys kept asking these questions. I'm going to make sure I bring the fire. I'm going to answer all those questions. Oh, and by the way, I took it one step further. If you're interested, there it is right there. There's a checkout page. Give them the, you know, give them the blowout prices. You're my beta group, whatever. It's going to be $14,997 in about three months. You, my friend, are getting for $497, whatever it is, right? I, I, I sounded pitchy right there. <laughs> it's not good. You, you, know, you know what I'm saying, right? You, you just give away the farm right out of the gate, and they'll tell you what else they want. And then you just, again, workshop, pitch, boom. Again, you're solving the problem. So they're going to be like, yeah, 10%. Hundred percent. No, I love that because if you think about it, people need to be able to trust you. They need to have that, and everyone has a different time frame that they need. So some people are going to come and meet you right away. And be like, cool, I need to work with Tracy on this. Great, mm -hmm. and they're willing to pay for stuff. That's like twenty percent of all buyers. Then you get to the what I call the the midterm, like the. Probably about another 60% that they need to get to trust you, build a relationship. That yeah. time period could be a week. It could be a month. It could be a year. You don't know. You just develop the relationship with them. Then you got another 20% that they're just going to be lookers. They're not for you. Let them go. Don't worry about them. You know? Yeah. And you just build that relationship and you find different ways to bring them in. You know, you can't, I mean, unless you want to be super niche and only serve high end clients, you need to have a low offer. That brings people in, they can taste what you're doing. Then mm -hmm. like a medium offer and then like that customized, Tracy, if you want me to work with you one-on-one, -on -one, take care of everything and customize it, it costs this because I'm putting a lot more time and effort in. If you right. just want to learn basic principles, this is what we're going to do. Ooh. 
And it's so simple, but I think we make it so hard because the other thing I think, and you tell me if you think I'm wrong, the other thing I think most entrepreneurs and people think is they don't value their gift as much because it's easy for them. I know I've dealt yeah. with it. Oh my they gosh, get yes. caught up in, well, yeah, this is sales. For I'll use myself as an example. This is sales. It's easy. My wife looked at me recently and goes, it's not easy. Not easy. It's easy for you. You've been doing it for 16 years. It's normal to you, but you're telling them something that could make them two, three, four hundred thousand dollars yeah. And I'm like, oh, you're right. right. You know, And stuff with you that you do, it's the same thing. So if you have a gift or a niche or something that you have that's valuable that you can teach someone, mm -hmm. don't devalue it. Learn to trust that it is a value. That's the other thing. I I, I think that's the, either you have the people that are like, oh, I'm worth $10,000. What are you teaching? Um, I'm a life coach. How old are you? I'm 21. Okay, bro, you're yeah. not going to work. <laughs> but if someone that was like 60, I'm just going to throw out there, something like 50 or 60, but they built like eight businesses and did all this stuff and said, hey, I'm a right. life coach. I'm going to talk to that person because they have scars. Yeah. I know they've been through that battle. So I think it's just finding what works for you, what you need to do. Not that when you're young, you can't do a course and stuff. Mm -hmm. Just do something that people are going to trust, like, and buy from you. hundred percent. And it, you know what? Uh, I, I won't, I won't tread on what you said, but uh, I would here. First off, I was lucky enough to learn the value your uh, gift early. I was back in the nineties and I was working at Coca-Cola and I was, I cut my teeth on Lotus one, two, three, and you probably have to have as many gray hairs of, as I have to remember Lotus one, two, three, <laughs> which, you know, later became Excel and everyone knows about it. And mm -hmm. I, I was, uh, I had a number of people that had come to me and say, could you teach us how you're doing some of these things in, in Excel? Sure. No problem. And, uh, you know, so I got uh, the, it was, you know, like Coca-Cola. So anyway, we just pulled the team together for a couple of hours and got the room and up on the projector and I'm going through this stuff. And I, I kind of just kind of grazed right through a couple of things and, and uh, hands kept coming to go, wait a minute, what was that? Mm -hmm. Yep. I'm like, oh, that's just copy and paste. Everyone knows that. And they're like, no, 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 yep. no. <laughs> and it was, it was just the core basics. I didn't even, I had been doing it since day one. So for me, it was like, my, my fingers are flying past it. You just do this and then that. And then here's where, and I slowed down for like some of the formula things, right? Now yep. what you're going to want to do is this. And, and they're, well, wait, you lost me way back here on yep. step two. And you, I'm like, copy and paste? Really? <laughs> yeah. you know, I didn't say that out loud. My, my brain was mm -hmm. screaming it. And that's when I realized, okay, I had to adjust my message to the audience, mm -hmm. right? And I actually realize, okay, it, it is a gift. I know I'm at level seven and they're at level one or two. Okay. I need to bring them up slowly. And here's the next step of that. Whatever your gift is, keep enhancing it. Yeah. Right. Day by day, keep practicing it. I see so many people and you probably see some of this too, who have gone through any number of, you know, the Briggs, Myers, and all these other mm -hmm. skill assessments, and they find out what their strengths are and what their weaknesses are, which is good and bad. It's good because, man, it's really good to know what your strengths are, and it's really good to know what your weaknesses are so that you can pair yourself up with opposites so that you balance each right. other out. Yep. Now, for those solopreneurs that may be listening, so many of you are going to say, well, I'm really weak in this. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go take that course. I'm going to spend the time to hone those skills. And let's say your skill in that, your weakest skill is at 20%. Mm -hmm. And you bust it and you grind it and you invest the effort and the money and the assets and you double it. Now it's You're 40. Still 40, yeah. Now, let's say your magic skill, right? Your zone of genius is only at 70%. Mm -hmm. Now, let's say you do the same thing. You bust it and you grind it and you focus and, blah, 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 and you don't even double it. You just do a third. Mm -hmm. What you've already gone from 70 to 90, yep. maybe 95. Yep. You, you, you see what I'm saying? Which one do you think is going to give you the most results? The second now, one. at the same time, I'm not saying don't focus on your weaknesses and enhance them. Mm -hmm. I'm saying don't make that the sole focus that you do because if your zone of genius is over here 
man, that's where your that's where your magic is at. You want to make sure that you keep doing that at level seven, take it to eight and on up. And at the same time, you know, keep inching up your weaknesses so that you can strengthen them as much as possible. But man, don't don't be going over there and say, well, everyone keeps wanting graphics. I suck at graphics. Yeah, I'm not doing graphics. I don't want to do graphics. (laughs) I know a dude will do graphics. What I think is dirt cheap and comes up with beautiful stuff because that's his zone of genius. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to do that over there while I stay over here. Now, do I play with graphics? Have I do I go into Canva and every once in a while and do? Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course I do. I try to you work with my weaknesses, but it's not my focus. Does that make sense? Hundred percent. It's kind of like. I can go and do Canva stuff. I can go and do some of that type of thing, but it's not what I enjoy doing. It's not what I'm great at. So in my mind, I'm like, well, if I just focus on getting better at sales and life by design and helping people level up and stuff that I feel is my zone of genius, I'm going to generate sales. Well, if I generate Mm -hmm. sales, now I can go and say, hey, Tracy, you have a podcasting editing team. I'm going to let your team edit my podcast now because I don't like editing, but because I've made my other area which brings me in my income go up i can afford to do that now because i've done that it doesn't mean that i don't know how to do that because you always want to at least have a understanding of what's going on that oh, way yes. you don't get taken advantage of but yeah. like i know i'm not good at making powerpoint presentations i miss grammar stuff all the time i right. am happy for the ai stuff that i could pop it in and they fix all my grammar because my yeah. grammar sucks um, right. but it's just finding out you know Having an understanding of it, but then also knowing, okay, cool, what is going to be my needle movers for the day? What's going to make my business move forward? Because we only have so much time, and you're not going to want to spend like three, four hours doing an art thing when you go onto Fiverr and pay 50 bucks for them to do the art thing for you. (laughs) How much money are you losing you spending three hours doing that instead of paying 50 bucks? That's the thing that people just – they – that's the part of business that you should spend money on, not the yeah. fancy background or the renting the Lambo or the stuff out in the beginning. You can get that once you've earned the right for that, but once the stuff that you it. need to build your business. And I think yeah. that's just something that you learn as you go. And I think you and I are of the same thing. We're just here to try and help people. So you're not going to see me. Maybe you have a Corvette or a Lambo or something great. I don't care, but I don't expect to see you in a picture of one on the <laughs> beach saying, buy my course and you can drive a Lambo. You know, right. that's not how we are. It's more like, <laughs> Hey, I want to help you. If you want to get a Lambo, I can give you the tools to get there, but yeah. I'm not going to show you a picture because I don't care about cars. Now you see me in Hawaii all day long. Like anytime I can go there, I'm going to get that. But you know, it's just finding what works for you again, going back to who you are. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. It's funny. We were talking about um, um, the cost of things. I just got finished rereading uh, Jeff Walker's uh, product launch formula, the book, right? And uh, that's quick sidebar. Um, that's something I think we all should do frequently is go back and reread a, a book that impacted us previously because I find you will find new gems yep. in a previously read book because now you're ready for those gems. They were there before. They're in black and white. They're in the print. You just didn't notice them last time because you weren't ready for them. So I was rereading that, and um, he talks about opportunity costs, mm-hmm. right? So when you're when you're focused on doing that graphics, because I suck at graphics, that's a, there's a, there's a cost to that, right? My time, I could be spending it doing other things in my zone of genius. So you just weigh your opportunity costs now. When you're early on, like you said, you got to do everything, you right? Do yep. You're wearing the marketing hat. You're wearing the graphics hat. You're wearing the salesman hat, right? Got it. As soon as you're able to, though, right, take off one of the hats and give it to someone else. And there it is. And there's a price with that. Mm-hmm. But there's also, you know, it also breaks you through that glass ceiling because you're, you're, you're banging your head because you know, there's 24 hours in a day. Mm-hmm. And you got to sleep, some of them. Yeah, you need to sleep. That's that's the other thing that we, we haven't touched on, but I think a lot of entrepreneurs and sales professionals and business people forget we're so caught up in what we call the grind culture, do, 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 oh that God. we forget that our engine is us. We're like athletes. Mm-hmm. We're like the people that if we don't get our sleep and if we don't do our workouts, if we don't have self-care, whatever that looks like for you, I literally did a post on this right before we start recording. 
It's the thing that I think people forget because we think, well, if I do one more thing or one more post, I'm going to get there. No, you need to refuel yourself and create and yeah. stop consuming and consuming and consuming because you probably consumed enough. You just haven't created it. So that's why you're consuming to try to find that next great idea. Right. When in reality, right. you just need to create because we're creators. Yes. And and, and I think we need to um, we need to balance that creation. Uh, Mm-hmm. Let, let's let's look at our creative abilities as a wine glass or whatever you happen to drink a glass of that and it's full and you're sipping from it right you're sipping from it as you're going through your day well halfway through the day depending on how fast you're sipping maybe a quarter way through the day your glass is empty mm-hmm. and you you can't run on it you you you're going in, you're licking the glass, yep, you're yep. rubbing your finger <laughs> in there. You're not going to get any more out of it. Yep. Right. You're now running an empty. So you got to do something to refill your chalice and whatever that is for you. For some folks, it's getting out and walking in nature. Mm-hmm. For you, it might be that ho- that uh, Hawaii vacation, put your toes in the sand. Yep. You know, uh, others, maybe it's racing around. The land. I don't know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I'm talking about more than just the self-care piece. I think, I, I, mm-hmm. well, I am talking about self-care in an enhanced manner. Yeah, we got to get sleep. We got to eat decent food, right? We can only go so long on, you know, some of the fast food joints that are out yeah. there before our body starts telling us, listen, stupid. You yeah. know what I'm saying? 100%. Yep. <laughs> and, you know, get to sleep, eat right, you know, and I'm not, let's not even talk about dieting or, or whatever. But when you start getting those in balance, well, guess what? Your damn energy level jolts up mm-hmm. and your body will tell you, dude, you're killing it. All right. Now I can go maybe another hour than I could before I was taking care of myself. Well, right on. Yep. Um, and, and I think one of the, I, I, this, and hopefully you resonate with this. When people get up in the morning, don't just pick up and start going for social media. Please, please, please. please I agree hundred percent. I agree hundred percent. And give yourself, your brain, and your body some me time, whatever that looks like for you. If you want to mm-hmm. journal, journal your life away. If you want to hit the gym, go for it. You want to run outside and dance in the rain, whatever. You want to lay down and hug your dog. Cool. Mm-hmm. Personal me time when you get up, man, that is so charging. Meditation, whatever mm-hmm. that means to you. And I'm talking – you. It, that's everything from just sitting down and visualizing you you reaching your goals to the actual home version. Mm-hmm. Again, whatever it is to you, that will, I think, hit some of those charge buttons even faster than the changes in diets will happen because those happen over a slow rolling period of time. Yep. But if you do some of those morning routines that just get you going – and then close it down in the evening so that your brain can shut down um, so that you'll get a good restful night's sleep. I mean, sometimes, raise your hand, you're, you're, you're laid to your head, your head on the pillow and you, your mind's just racing with things. Mm-hmm. If, if you have a piece of paper or a journal, write all that shit down Yep. before you go to bed. All mm-hmm. right, I got to make sure I do this. I got to take the kids to school. Blah, 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 blah. Write it down. Now your brain's saying, okay, cool. You listened to me. Now I know when you get up in the morning, you got this in front of you. And then you set it down on your end table and you you put your head down and willing to bet dollars to donuts, your eyes will close and you'll probably actually go to sleep a little faster than norm, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it makes 100%. Like I know for me, a lot of times I get up, I'm actually now having a morning routine. When we were talking last time, I really was the guy that would do everything in the afternoon. But now just from stuff I learned and how my bodies work better, I get up uh, probably about three to four days a week and I go to a boxing gym, like a nice boxing strength thing. So I'm not getting hit in the face. I don't want to get hit in the face, but I get to hit like tie bags and tear bags. We do strength yeah. training, but I do that at 5.15 in the morning because I have the day job. I have other stuff going on. But I get up and I go and I get in movement. It's great. Or there might be days I get up and I just take 10 minutes and do a stillness practice. It doesn't, I don't even have to have anything right. set. Like literally I'll go to this little park and I will sit there for 10 minutes, no note, paper, no phone, no nothing. Watch the birds, watch the little trees, whatever, and just be, because I think we need to develop the relationship with ourselves. And I think that's there the thing is. that we're scared of. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's, I think, 
I, I, I would coach you. And, and first off, man, kudos for you for doing those things it is amazing. And I think that elevates you to the, probably the top 10% of people out there. Um, if you want to take for me, uh, and I, I learned this from others, take those same things and do them with intention. Yep. And you may be doing it. You just, maybe you didn't mention it. So like when you go to the park to sit down, maybe your intention is to, I, I want to see if I can find a bird I haven't seen before, mm -hmm. right? Which can just kind of keys you off. I'm I'm not saying you're going to go there and it's actually going to happen, but if you go there and like, all right, my goal today is just to sit and bring my heart rate down. Okay, cool. Do, do that. I want to see a lizard. Okay, well, it's the middle of winter. It's probably not going to happen, but it it gives you something to focus on. Excuse me. Um, as you're looking around, mm -hmm. and that attention or that intention. Uh, fosters a habit. So then now, okay, now next time I go to the gym, I want to work on my left hook a little bit more. It felt a yep. little sloppy the past couple of times. And then now, and then, then later you do a different intention. And the reason you do that is because now when you sit down at the business table to help someone, your brain is going, what's your intention? Yep. Because yep. you've built that habit and now it, it, it's almost like this laser and you start going after things a whole lot faster with a lot more focus because, as I mentioned earlier, now you're thinking of what's the end in mind. And it's not selling somebody. Like you said, you're, it's, you're solving a problem. If we talk, if we talk about you know, your, your particular business, if your attention is, I know what their problem is. I'm going to get them to that solution, whether, it, whether they buy it from me or someone else, it doesn't matter. Right. And when it gets into that solution, you just start going in like a beast at that point. Makes sense? Yeah. Oh, 100%. In fact, it's funny you mentioned the word intention because that's my word for this year. Like no. literally, I just decided <laughs> to have a word for this year and just being intentional with my actions, with what I do. Because I look back and I'm like, I waste. And, and when I say this, this is funny because I'm probably one of the busiest people. Like people say, you, I don't know how you do all this stuff. And in mm -hmm. my head, I'm like, I waste so much time because <laughs> entrepreneurs think differently. We we don't yes. think in the same way of like 10 years ago, I could come home from watching or come from homework and I could sit on the couch and watch football and zone out or watch movies and be great. And now mm -hmm. I'm like, like I told my wife, like I watched a little bit of the playoffs this weekend. I used to be the guy from Friday when it would be on, I'd watch college. I'd watch all, but now it's like, I'm changing. I'm yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And now I'm just changing. I'm like, yeah, it's cool. I like it, but it's not, I, I want to impact people. I want to help people. And I think it's what you said. When you put your mind and thoughts toward things, you start to gravitate toward it. Mm -hmm. So if I say, hey, I'm going to read 10 pages every day, because I did that with 75 hard. Well, I don't have to do 75 hard, but I can every week, but I can read 10 pages a day. You know, you build that habit, you get that intention. So I, yeah, I'm very big on intentions this year. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And it's, it's all these little things. I mean, we've mentioned probably a dozen of them already and it's all these little things stacked together, right. That start to make magic happen. Next thing you know, you're looking back going, Holy crap, look at all the things I've done. Mm -hmm. And you're like, you, you were probably always doing them before, but you were doing a little over here. Then yep. you put it down, you went over here and did a little over there, down. And next thing you know, you're flitting around like a bird and nothing's getting, <laughs> nothing's moving before. I pick up this project and I set it down. Uh, set it down. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's that, oh, look, shiny. Oh, look, shiny. You know, right? Uh, I, I'm doing all this stuff. How do you get it all done? You're focused. You're, mm -hmm. you're going after it. And uh, whether it's, you know, a salesman job, a, a podcast or a course or a relationship, right? You know, how many of us, this is a guy moment right here. How many of us has looked at a girl and say, I'm going to get her to date me? When you're, especially when you're, maybe not now because you're married, right? I'm married 21 years, <laughs> well, so not now right, yeah. for sure. <laughs> but when you were younger, I know yep. there's been a number of times I've looked across the dance floor, looked across a, a room and saw some girl caught my eye. and I was like, I'm going to get her to date me. That's your focus. You got yep. that attention, right? And you went just shoom, like a missile and, and went after it. Now, you know, maybe it didn't happen, but what did you do? You went and found the next one. You went, you had an intention. Most of the time, if you just went, oh, would you like, would you like going, you know, it's like a drink, right? You're like, get out of here. You just, you, you know, wishy-washy, you know, a wet blanket kind of thing. But those guys that are like, yeah, that 
mine. I got it, right? Mm-hmm. It's that that confidence. It's, it's the same thing in anything else you're going to go after, whether it's a, a program like 75 Hard or starting a business or, you know, getting a, a new client, man. You, you can't go up to a client and go, so uh, would you like to work with me? They're no. going to be like, yes, no, no, thank no. you. You know, but if you're going to go, if you go into and say, so um, we've been talking here for about an hour and we've come up with four solutions for you. Do you think any of those would work? Right. You're going to get a yes, because that's why you presented them, because at least one of them will work. Well, good. Um, I'd be happy to help you with one of those, you know, and bang, 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 boom, make the presentation. They either say yes or they say no. Move on. And we're going to come back to a point you made earlier. A lot of people are going to say no. A lot of people that come to your website, ladies and gentlemen, or listen to your podcast are never coming back. Just own it. Mm-hmm. It's a numbers game. When you figure out, okay, if I get 10,000 people to come, about 25% of them are going to listen to the podcast. About 10% of those are going to hit, you know, are going to sign up for my freebie, whatever my freebie is. And about 16% of those are going to stay on the list longer than three months. And those that are on the list longer than three months, about 50% of those are going to buy a product from me. Mm-hmm. There it is. Now you know the numbers. Yep. It's perfect. Now it's all and about it, getting more, getting, you know, just yep. filling the funnel, right? And then it's just follow up. It's just, okay, cool. Is it a no now yeah. or a no forever? Is it a no because something you haven't either A, gotten their trust all the way? B, they're not in a financial position to do it, or C, they're just not ready to make a decision, or is mm-hmm. it a no, I, you're just not their person? And then once you yeah. figure that out, cool, great, Tracy, you're not my person, cool, I'll go on. Oh, wait, Tracy, right now it's not cool, can I talk to you in three months? Great. Yeah. And you just keep developing the thing. Um, you know, as we land this plane, because like you said, we've been going for about an hour and all, <laughs> what have we, I, we've talked about so many different things. So let's do this. You said you have two courses coming out. Yeah. Do you want to reveal to people what those courses are, or do you want to keep them secret, make them? No, no, secret? yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy to share them. Uh, one's going to be called uh, the Pro Pod Launch, mm-hmm. which is going to be about podcasting, and it, it's going to cover, you know, a launch or a relaunch. So if you know folks already have a podcast and are looking to, you know, kick it in the butt, uh, certainly want to go through that, go through that. And it's it, it's going to come right back to what we were just talking about. It's going to be about trying to get you in the mindset of having an intention. As you go into it, again, it might change, right? And it's about launching and uh, and monetizing as as soon as you're as you're possibly able to. And it, it has a number of ideas that are not the usual. Oh, I'm going to monetize it with you know advertising mm-hmm. and you know sponsors and all this kind of thing. There's a number of other ways. I'm sure you are aware of another number of them yourselves. Um, and then you know, and I think the missing piece that a lot of folks see or uh, don't see is the scaling, mm-hmm. right? So if you make it past episode 20, 100, 200, right? You're like, okay, this thing should be growing. There's there's some steps that you should be taking to help make sure that happens. And a lot of the courses I've seen in the past, and I've been through two or three of them, yep. uh, don't have those. You know, those are usually upsells or private things mm-hmm. and like, like they're secret 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 yeah yeah secret secret <laughs> that's why i say i'm gonna i'm gonna just gonna drop all the knowledge on there so mm-hmm. um uh, that will be coming out and then uh, the other one you, you'll feel a trend here the pro course launch mm-hmm. hey right Makes sense. <laughs> um, we're staying in our niche <laughs> yeah and it's basically the same thing and uh it was one of the reasons why i was rereading uh profit uh, uh, the, the product launch formula because there's a lot of great nuggets inside there that I had subconsciously put into the outline for this course. And I thought, I know I've heard some of this before. And then it, it clicked, you know, I, I, I got to, I had ordered uh, profit launch formula back in 2008, mm-hmm. I think is when it first oh, wow. launched, yeah. when it relaunched back then. And I was one of the early customers for, for other things, but um, there's, I think, one of the magic pieces that are going to be inside this is we're going to do um, a pre-launch launch. That makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Not a seed launch like he talks about in the book, but we're going to start telling people about what's coming up. Mm-hmm. The key is I know there are so many people out there that have some genius that they can put down digitally that don't have a list. They don't have a following. 
you know, maybe they're friends and family and that's about it. Yeah. So let's teach them some of the core steps and get them going about talking about, hey, Joe, I'm going to talk about this crocheting course right here. Mm -hmm. man. I've been crocheting for 20 years and I love it. And if you're a crocheting person, you're going to pay attention. Right. Oh, he's got a crochet course coming out, right? And then you start, you know, teaching them how to drop nuggets, right? Trail of breadcrumbs that these people will start to follow. Maybe mm -hmm. then you put out, like we were talking about before, a lead magnet and yada, yada, yada. You take, so we're going to take them through the steps of doing that from ground zero. So if you have nothing, absolutely nothing except a passion to share your knowledge, well, and this is going to be the course for you because then we're going to teach you that through the course. And then on the back end, we're going to follow up with, okay, um, let's sit together and have a debrief and a little group coaching action right here um, on what went well and what didn't go well because this is not going to be the only launch you're going to do. And that helps teach them the, uh, you know, reading the results. Mm -hmm. And if you don't read the results, then, you know, you, you can't grow. You right. know what I'm saying? No, I love that. I, I definitely love that. And and I definitely will put in a plug for Tracy. Again, over 400 podcast episodes. He knows what he's doing there. Multiple courses, that type of stuff. So check it out. So where can they find you? Because we didn't do that in the middle this time. I know I normally do, but That's we've fine. just been chatting and talking because we're good friends. So where can they find at it, right? you? Yeah. Uh, the easiest place to send them is just, we'll send them to the website, which is darkhorseschooling.com. And uh, all the socials will be up there on the right-hand side. They're welcome to come follow me. Check out the YouTube like I told you about. Um, yeah, just yeah, send them to the website. Awesome. Thank you again so much for being back on the show, Tracy. I appreciate you. And for everyone listening, take a risk on yourself. You have a zone of genius. You have something inside of you that the world needs. So go after it. And if you need help, ask someone like me and Tracy to help you. That's what we're here yes. for. And until next time, be legendary. Be great. Be amazing, and we will talk soon. Thank you for listening to the 150K Podcast. Remember, your dreams become reality when you take action on them. Feel free to reach out with any questions on Instagram at 150K Podcast. And until next time, keep pushing. You're worth it.